Welcome to a special Father's Day edition of the Infertility Feelings Podcast. This weekend is Father's Day, and we want to acknowledge the men. That's in right. Our infertility journey. Finally, honestly, Finally. God, how many episodes has it been? Finally, we get our fair share of time. I guess you're here too. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, a lot of people that are struggling with infertility, it is a man and a woman. It is yeah. the men are involved. Most, not all, but most. Yeah. You know, have a you know male partner involved with this process, and we just want to talk about that perspective of what that possibly could feel like and what our thoughts about Father's Day are. Yeah, what does it feel like to be a man going through infertility with your wife on Father's Day? What an interesting situation to be in. Yeah. So we we talk a lot about Mother's Day. Yeah, we do. We do a lot for Mother's Day. The whole infertility community does a lot for Mother's Day. Yeah, I don't want to be, I don't want to be controversial here, but not as much for Father's Day. Well, it's because it's women that are the majority of the people that are online. Majority, not all. Not all. And so they're going to represent their people. people I understand. Group. Well, I am happy to be an advocate. A lone soldier, some would say. Doug told me right before we started this podcast <laughs> to not make fun of men and be really nice about men and don't do anything okay, like so throw under the bus. If you're a woman and you're listening to this podcast, and now I, don't I know want what to say. you to know what happens on Father's Day, whether you're involved in a church community or you go to a store or whether you like listen to like influential speakers online, Father's Day rolls around and then everything that's for, let me just show you how it goes. Mother's Day is like, women are the key to life and the future, I, which I agree. Women should be supported in their emotions, which I agree. Which, would you women also say this are, is not just Mother's Day? This is just women things, yeah, but it's, women it's events? especially true on Mother's Day and Father's Day. Women are perfect creatures. They're am- amazing, beautiful, everything. 100% agree. I'm, I'm down a thousand percent. And then it gets down to Father's Day and it's like, hey, fathers, fathers, men, you know? You kind of suck. You could be stepping up here, you know, get it together. You need to, you need to try harder because we've seen the report. It's not going so well. <laughs> every time I kid you not. I mean, maybe there's some like, Oh my gosh. I laughed so hard. There, my headphones. Maybe there's some like, you, you know, grill some bacon thrown in there or like a, Hey yeah. father's, We've made you some sausage. Now get it together. Right. That's generally the vibe. It really is. It's really shocking. I know. There's not a lot of, um, there's not a lot of grace and encouragement for Father's Day. So we're here to be uh, a voice that says, men, you're doing a great job. We love you. Yes. We love you too. And that's what you were telling me basically of like, just don't like cheap tricks the men, because I feel like that's all that you get. Yeah. And and I'm not even saying about Father's Day, just men in general. Yeah. The level of encouragement like, you get is like, hey, we cooked you bacon. Right. Here's some heart disease. <laughs> <laughs> With a side of heart disease, even though bacon is phenomenal. It is true. I just was literally just shopping for my dad five minutes ago before we started this podcast. Yeah. And it is so true. My dad is a reader. He likes music. He is not the typical. He's more of a sensitive guy. He's kind of a, a quiet guy, introvert. Like, Everything that I just went for in this store was barbecues, Mm -hmm. alcohol. My dad's been sober for 21 years. Like all of these things. I'm like, it's just so cliche. It feels very very, cliche. I wanted to be like, where's the sensitive guys section? (laughs) And then I saw hot sauce and I was like, that's not very sensitive either. (laughs) Like it just feels very, 
I don't know. It does feel very nothing, cliche. And there's I, nothing wrong with like liking all those things. I, I think yeah, specifically no, what no. I think about is that's like stuff I like <laughs> as a woman. I love bourbon. I love barbecuing. I love all those things. It really should be for me. <laughs> I just think specifically there is that that I hate to say the word vibe, but there's that feeling that Father's Day there's the, something that goes along with it that's like hey, let's celebrate fathers, but here's how we're going to celebrate them. We all need, fathers need to step up. And yeah. I don't know, maybe that is at some level foundationally true that we all need to step up as people. But it's just funny that that's like a Father's Day trope in my head that yeah. it's like, hey, here's some bacon, now step up. <laughs> right. Well, I feel like even growing up in the church, I could see that because I all these people that are listening to this podcast are not probably fathers yet. So I don't know if they can relate yeah. to that, but I feel like they could more relate to the feeling of, and I think it happens a lot in church where it's like the women come in and it's very like mellow and everyone supports each other. And we sing Kumbaya and we hold hands and it's very like, I love you. And it's hugs. And the men, I feel like now I wasn't in those groups, but being married to you was very much that vibe was very much like, you suck before you walked in the door, you were already sucking. And you're like, what? Like, I don't think every single experience was like that, but there is there is a feeling. Of well, that. and there's a reason that I bring that up in that context. And I like what you were saying that, you know, if you're listening to this, most likely you've experienced infertility in some way yeah. and you're, and you might be thinking, well, I'm not a father, uh, but I know what that, me- I know what that feels like. And I know what you mean. And the reason why I bring it up is that I think it only adds to what a lot of men are already experiencing. Yeah. There's this vibe of like, Hey, it's father's day. We need to step up and provide step up and, Get your Uh, wife pregnant. Yeah. Get your wife pregnant. Take care. All those same tropes, tropes or the cliches. They almost are the things that I think a lot of men are struggling with. They're having to combat those things in general in their infertility story. That's what I'll be very clear with in their infertility story. They might be thinking, Oh, have I failed my wife? Am I taking care of her enough? Am I, doing what I should be doing. Providing. Is, is she taken care of? I just want her to be happy. I just want this to work out for her. And then maybe you have a, an echoing voice on Father's Day that says, yeah, men need to step it up and need to take care of their wife and support and do all these things. And you're like, I can't do that because we're breaking down over here because uh, we're this struggling to get pregnant. And it just, it's, it spirals in on itself. That message compounds maybe some of the bad feelings that you already have during infertility. So that's the one weird thing I think about Father's Day is, if you think about Mother's Day, Mother's Day puts pressure on women to be like, oh, I'm not there yet. And we're celebrating what I want. Right. You know? Right. I think Father's Day can put pressure on men to say like, oh, I'm, I'm not doing what a father should do, which is, it's similar in in the way of mother's day, but it's not like, Oh, I can't be a mother. Cause I'm struggling. It's like, I am not able to care for my wife in the right way. Like a father would or provide or I- provide. And it's, it's very much so, um, pressure in terms of like feeling like you want to live up to what you think the standard is, or maybe the, or maybe our culture thinks the standard is, you know? And I think that's, that's what, that's what makes it so painful. And so, irritating, you know, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. think about Father's Day is like, oh, I just probably just for, for most men, I think it's just an, an irritating day. I feel like that's so good, Doug. I feel like you're so 
so right. And you literally, we talked about this two minutes before we got on the podcast and I'm like, still my mind is like churning of like, you are so right. Like there is something with the difference between Mother's Day and Father's Day, where it's like both feel very sad if you're struggling with infertility, both feel sad. But there is like different, especially with Father's Day, this trope around it of like, you're already failing, you know, you (laughs) like, I don't know, like, and just a reminder of your infertility journey. And I feel like a lot of guys, not all of them, but a lot of them that we've met in our groups and stuff like that. And just talk to you in general, it's very much like they don't want to think about their infertility. So they're wanting to avoid thinking about this kind of stuff. And then here comes father's day. And now it's come up and it's like, you have to look at your reality and be like, remember how you wanted to be a dad, Yeah, (laughs) you know, and it's just, it's painful. What was it like for you? You would say, I would say father's day is just a weird day. I don't think it's, if I'm being honest, I do, it doesn't feel as sad as mother's day. Mother's day just felt like watching you go through mother's day just felt sad. Not that it was sad to watch you. No. I felt sad for you. Yeah. We had and a lot it, of sad mother's days. Yeah. It just felt like, Oh, that's sad. Like if you were to kick a puppy or something like that, you'd be like, Oh, well, you know, when a puppy yelps, yeah. And you're like, I didn't mean to step on you, Yeah, <laughs> but I did. Right. At this, and, and you're like, I just feel sad. Right. That kind of is how Mother's Day felt. It was just like, why does, why do these women have to go through this? That's just miserable. You know, Father's Day didn't feel as sad. It felt more like, oh boy, here we go. Uh, kind of like an eye roll, annoying, mm. irritating, uh, yeah, I think that's really how it felt. Like kind of irritating. At some level also it was sad, you know, thinking like, well, I'd love to be a father too. But maybe this is everyone's it probably hits everyone's personality a little bit different. For for many though, I think it hits us in a way of making us feel like you haven't quite achieved something yet or you haven't quite gotten there yet. Uh your junior varsity as an adult, you know? You're not yeah. varsity. You're, you're not full adult. You're partial adult. You're not in high school. You're in junior high school. Right. You know, it just, you're I mean, a man, but you're not a man's man. Yeah, you're a junior man or something like yeah. that. And it just, I hated that. I hated that feeling. Mm. And I hated feeling like all these other men are being celebrated for doing something that just felt like easy for them. And you're like, why is this so freaking hard for us? Yeah. Um, but then also in a weird twist of fate, worrying about, you on father's day feeling like, is this triggering you and still not putting myself first or still not thinking about myself enough, but really feeling like, is this going to bring things up for you? Do you feel like you struggled with putting yourself first? Like it was kind of all about me. Finally, wait for it. Finally, it's all about me. I'm just joking. But like, but like, no, I'm doing the shots. It's happening to my body. Actually, you were doing the shots for me, but it's like, it's happening from my body. Um, I'm not being able to carry a child. I'm not being able to breastfeed. Like, it's so much about the woman. Was that hard for you to like, kind of put yourself first or even like justify in your mind? Like, well, I can wait because- I think that's, it's that one that you just said. It's hard to justify in your mind why you should- why your emotions and feelings and thoughts should take center stage Mm -hmm. when someone else's thoughts, feelings, and emotions feel like they should be center stage at all times, even on father's day, you know, even on father's day, it feels like, well, I mean, yeah, it sucks for me, but I'm not having to go through blah, 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 you know? So there's always a reason to justify why you shouldn't be 
taking up that much space, you know? Right. Even on a day where it is completely okay for you to take up the space, it's the one day a year yeah, for the man to be so. like, hey, this sucks, right? And for you to feel you still would justify. I still think that you would justify. From your perspective, Jesse, having gone through Father's Days while going through infertility with me, what do what are your thoughts on Father's Day? Do, do, do you view it the same way as Mother's Day or... Well, how has that experience been like for you? Well, I want to say two things. Number one, I tried to make you experience your Father's Day like I experienced Mother's Day. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if that was necessarily the healthiest approach. Because I yeah, probably would take, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> but. That's interesting though. Yeah, I, I would I would want it to look like how I had it on my day. Mm. And so I would almost cater a uh, emotional experience, if you will, yeah. to be, I probably over asked how much, how you were doing. I probably judged you for avoiding it. I probably judged you for like wanting to distract yourself. Cause I would be like, what? You don't want to feel the feelings. You don't want to feel the feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for me personally, in our relationship dynamic, I wish I wouldn't have done that. I wish I would have allowed you to experience this day, obviously in a healthy way, like if you're going to avoid everything and never feel about your feelings, that's not going to be healthy. But like in a healthy way, like maybe it would have been good for you to like go and kind of avoid and just like do something in your body or whatever. And I was <laughs> wanting to be like, well, that's not how I do it. <laughs> so you're like, so we're going to start out with a feelings journal in the morning yes. and then we're going to go to a crying spa. In then the we're going to light all the candles we have in this home and we're just going to ball together. And then we're going to watch a really sad movie like PS I love you or the notebook and just <laughs> cry together. No, it's true though. It's true. And looking, yeah. looking back, I don't know if I would say regret. I, regret maybe is a too strong of word of just like, man, I wish I would have done that a little differently because even if I didn't express it, I think I thought it. Like I thought that it's like, you need to experience this day the way I do it because that's the healthy way to do it. And I just don't think that everyone is the same, that everyone is the same. And I think for you, especially, you're not tied to like dates. You're not like a cat. You're not like an anniversaries person. Yeah. You know, I mean, you obviously are like whatever, but it's like, you're, that's not that big of a deal to you. So it's like, you could have maybe had a super um, big emotional release three weeks later, right. which is kind of your style. Right. It's like, so I wish I wouldn't have put the, the, so much pressure, the pressure on the date. Right. The pressure of the date actually for me makes me, I, I'm much less likely to go there right. because of the pressure of the date. Yes. That just feels like, oh gosh, I don't want to, why would I want to go there on that day? You know? Right. right. Yeah. So this one is the pressure of the date makes me do the opposite, you know? Right. And the pressure of the day is a gift to me. Yeah. It's an opportunity it's for an you. It's an opportunity. It's like, right. finally I got here and I can just cry without judging myself of why I'm crying. I can just be in the day. Well, it makes sense to cry on mother's day. It makes sense to be sad on this day. It makes sense to be sad on the anniversary of something that we lost or whatever. It's like, it makes sense to me. And I, I just wish looking back, I wouldn't have put that pressure on yeah. you. And I will say some guys, like some men probably do feel that way. And yeah. maybe like, I don't know, half, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah. totally could be personality driven. I don't want to give a number, but right. it could be personality driven that the day, the day of father's day is an opportunity totally to grieve and to dive into those. Well, that emotions. was going to be my second point. What I have observed in our process groups and being married to you, um, is that, is that I've seen a lot of the male 
typically in the relationship just feel like they're just in a supporting role. They just need to support. How can they make this easier? And I think it is because they feel so, maybe for some people, they feel bad that they can't take this away from their wife. It's really like, I feel like in a healthy relationship, it's probably 50-50 of things of like, okay, we're going to take this thing on and you're yeah. going to give 50%, or 50%, I'm going to give 50%. And in this, it's really a lot on the woman. It's really, really, really a lot. So I feel like that dynamic that you, st- that you probably have or some, some, some people have is not the same when it comes to infertility. But I think what I've noticed is they only stay in the supporting role and they have a harder time being in the feelings and, and being like, my feelings still matter. I can still feel things. I can still be angry. I can still be sad. And that doesn't take away any of the support. If anything, for me, if you came up to me and was like the ideal father's day for me (laughs) would have been you go surfing, go do something in your body, come back and be like, or anytime, not just even just father's day, but tell me how you were feeling and tell me like, and have a moment to be like, wow, this really sucks. I, I personally wouldn't have felt any less supported. I think I would have felt even more connected to you. Like, okay, God. Yeah. Cause I'm super pissed and sad. Like it was always a gift because you are not someone that wears your emotions on your sleeve like that, that it was a gift to be able to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. You've grown a lot in this area, but I'm thinking back in that time. Yeah. I would say that for me, and I feel like a lot of women, I'm sure feel the same way. You are a supporting role and that's phenomenal. And I love that, but it's also okay to have feelings. Your feelings matter. That sounds so cheesy. And so <laughs> like, oh, your feelings matter, like on Instagram all the time or whatever, but it's true. It's true. And I think I've just seen a lot of times in my, in our process groups, just the guy being like, oh, <laughs> I'm here too. Like, I don't have to be just a supporting role. I can have a voice. I can say what I want. Like, I remember a couple of times you would just tell me, I just want you to be happy. So whatever you want to do, I just want you to be happy. And I wanted, I loved that. And there's a little bit of controlling side of Jesse Brown that was like, great, (laughs) I'll just do what I want. But no, I wanted, I wanted that you too, just as much invested in this as I was. And I just don't think that if you bring your emotions to the table or you feel feelings, that's being any less supportive. No. Yeah. I think that goes directly into what we would want to say on this podcast about father's day is that we're not advocating for men on father's day to feel any which way. We're not saying, Oh, you need to feel your emotions. We're not saying like, Oh, avoid your emotions. I think what we're saying is it's okay every once in a while to take center stage. Yes. And Father's Day is a great day to take center stage with what you need. Right. And it's going to be a hundred percent different for every person. You know, no one person's going to need identical to the, to another person. It's going to be a completely unique mixture to who you are. Sometimes you need to cry and be emotional and to really dive into your feelings. Sometimes that's the last thing you need. Sometimes you need a lake, your boat, and your dog or something like that. Yeah. I yeah. was, I'm not a very You're not a uh, stereotypical, not stereotypical. What's the right word? I'm not a very typical. Typical. Is it typical? It's, I don't even know if it's so typical. It's so funny because I think just, I would just say this. I go ahead. I was just gonna say, I think shops and places that you buy things haven't caught up to that. Yeah. <laughs> because I think that is where it's like the typical thing, the men's men. Yeah, but yeah. I, I feel like 
like everybody we meet There's in our process no group typical. and our, but no, but even in our friend groups, very different. Totally. Every, very different. Everyone Not is so unique. My things cookie were- Cookie cutter. Right. Ne- never cookie cutter. No one's the same. My things were always surfing, skating, art, you know, right. museums, things like that. You know, some, whatever you're into, that's what you're into. Maybe this is a day where you're, where you- sit everyone down and you're like, Hey, I don't want to think about this at all. I want to go do what I like to do and let's have fun. We're going to go over to my dad's house, maybe later see him. I just want to do what I want to do. Maybe it's a day where you're like, I need some space to think about this and cry about it and just process it. I think the idea though, is that it's okay as a man every once in a while to take center stage in terms of what you need, what you're feeling and, and be the main focal point. Be the star. Be the star you were meant to be. <laughs> I can see the commercial now. Be the star. It's That's so good though, And Dad. I think it's not, that, it's not that we're advocating for you to feel any certain way. It's just that we're advocating for you to be important in the whole thing and not just say, yeah, you know, just want to make sure my wife's happy or just want to make sure that she's good. For this one day, she's good. You're good. Yeah. Dude, you're good. Like she's going to be all right. It's okay to be like, this is my day and I'm going to feel what I want to feel. That could be whatever it needs to be for you. But, but ground it, I think in the, what you actually emotionally need. Don't just say like, I'm gonna do whatever I want. Cause I do whatever I want. It's, it's like, I'm going to ground this in the fact that this is an overwhelming day for me. And what I feel like I need is I just want to get away and do something that I really think is super fun. Don't want to think about it. And I would, encourage if you are a woman listening to this and that's your husband and he just wants to do anything else, but process to the fact that he's not a father. That's okay. You know, this doesn't have to be the day where you dive into the emotions. I just want it. I just want to advocate for that. It's okay at certain times throughout your relationship and going through the experience of infertility for your husband to take center stage and allow him to advocate for what he needs if it's universally 100% of the time, never to talk about emotions. That's that's, what I was waiting for. Sign up for a process group and we'll work on that. And I think if you're a guy listening to this and you're like, I just don't do emotions. Right. I mean, everyone does emotions. You just, I I get what you're saying, but emotions aren't necessarily bad. It's find your way to them, find your unique way to them in whatever way that you do. Yeah. It does not have to be father's day. That's for sure. It could be. If it's, like universally 100% of the time you never talk about emotions, you might be missing out on some of the fullness of life. (laughs) I would say, listen to any of our other podcasts or any of the stuff that we ever put out there. I, I can't say this enough though. And this is the last time I'll say it. So I don't repeat myself a thousand times on a day like this, men, you're allowed to take center stage and do what you want to do. To those guys that are struggling with infertility on Father's Day, especially those like I feel for the male factor men in the yeah. stories. Like yeah. these days are just like you already feel like you're a failure. And then this day is like, and here's everyone to tell you you are. You're like, mm, great. So I just, we just are with you. And I don't want to get too sentimental or too whatever, but it's like, it sucks. It sucks to yeah. be experiencing this. And I just love what you said, Doug, of like, it is okay to be the one on this day to be like, I'm here too. That's what I would want is I'm here too. I, we, we had literally someone said that in our process group one time, a male, he was like, I just realized at the end of this, that I'm here too, that I have feelings too. And that's something that gets me so excited of just like, yes, you are like, you are here too. Like 
your feelings matter or your boat matters or whatever you want to do. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know how many people have boats, but well, do we think something. that all men have boats? Cause oh, in no. my mind, I think all men have boats. We just did a cliche. We just made all men have boats. This is terrible. What if all men were given boats on their 18th birthday? That would be quite And like the boat matched your personality. <laughs> I would. The name. <laughs> See, I'm dying to name a boat. I'm dying to name a boat. I really am. I don't know what it would be, but every time I see boats that have really great names, I'm like, that's a great one. That's just, it's just a great compliment that I can give <laughs> to boatsmen. It's just, that's a great name. Your boat is a great name. This completely went off track, but all that to say, have fun with your boat. <laughs> yeah. We see you. I, we I feel see like you. That's something that we could say. I like, am one of you. I have, whatever you're feeling, I have felt it too. Probably this day can be weird. I hope that you take up the space that you deserve advocate for what you need. And if people aren't listening to you, force them, just force them to do what you want to do just for one day. You should, as long as it's ethical, (laughs) you should stand on your boat with a loudspeaker and tell people what you need. That's a great idea. Done. Thank you for listening to the infertility feelings podcast, a show produced by the nonprofit uniquely. This is your place to process, cry and laugh about infertility. We are so grateful to all our wonderful donors who support this work. If you'd like to learn more about how we serve the community and support the work of Uniquely Knitted, we encourage you to check us out at uniquelyknitted.org. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like more people to hear it, please give us a rating and comment in Apple Podcasts. That is the best way for more people to hear these conversations. If you need to talk to someone about your feelings, please reach out to us. We are here to help. If you would like to learn more about our unique process groups, please follow the link in our show notes. See you next week.